What the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's the only amount of the song I know. All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. How are you doing? Are you enjoying this season of America, right? Isn't it just like a fucking television show? Right? Every week, every week. It's another, another uh, fucking mess out there. Another mess out there in the world. Uh, I mean, how, how can you find comedy in there? How can you find comedy out there in the... But isn't it like... Did you ever... What was a show I used to love that was very, very stressful uh, to watch? Sons of Anarchy, right? Love the show Sons of Anarchy about the motorcycle gang. And every single week was just just stressful to watch the show because of the, the drama was so stressful. There was never, I just used to pray for an episode like, all right, enough of this now. Can we just have an episode where they go on a bike ride as a group and they pull over to get ice cream? And the only problem this week is that they don't have vanilla ice cream for Jack's, so they have to get chocolate instead. Can that just be the episode? Why am I at the edge of my seat every fucking week with this show? That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like here. That's what it feels like watching the new show every week, America. Holy crapperoni. I mean, what have we learned? What have we learned this week? Uh, I guess shops are open now. All the shops are open in America. You just have to go through the windows. You just have to go through the windows because there's no fucking doors on the shops and no windows anymore. That's it. They're taking off the hinges. The windows are broken. Everything is stolen. Place is burning down. Place is burning down. I don't know. I mean, don't you wish that the Oscars were on this weekend? Don't you wish that the Oscars were on so the so all the actors could tell us what to do? Remember? Remember Joaquin Phoenix told us to come up and not have dairy? Remember that? Where is he now? We need you now, Joaquin. We need you to go up and tell us what to do. How do we handle this situation? Have we tried singing Imagine, guys? Have we tried that? Have we tried... Starting one line, texting your mate, and then he does... Have we tried that? Let's talk to the commissioner. I don't know what we're going to do out there. There's anarchy in the streets. They're burning down. People are getting shot. Have you tried singing Imagine? All right, you go first. Imagine all the people. It doesn't even fucking start like that. What are you doing? Have we tried everything? All right, obviously I'm not making light of the situation, right? What's going on? Let's, let's talk about it. I wasn't very vocal about it online because, you know what? I'm kind of sick of social media, uh, especially this week. The last two weeks have just been a fucking shitstorm of just negativity. And it kind of brings you down a bit, right? It brings you down. I tried to post some pictures of Ireland, walking with me kids who didn't want to go out walking. Just trying to stay positive. And... Uh, you know, it's 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 hard to be part of anything now. It's you know, so I stayed off social media because I didn't. I mean, everyone, you can't really ignore what's going on, right? So, and then, do I did I have a take on it? Yeah, I did. I just didn't want to type two hundred something characters of what I think is going on and uh, leave it at that. You know, so I wanted to kind of talk it out a little bit. I wanted to kind of just word it out so you could kind of hear it for me, so nobody can misread it. 
so nobody can can misquote me on it, right? And then in three or four years' time, when I'm sitting in an executive's office looking to pitch my new TV show or special or movie, and some intern runs in, hang on a second, according to this tweet back in 2020, you said... So that's that's real the reality, by the way, of my business, of my industry. They go back and read your shit. But I wanted to kind of formulate thoughts on it. I wanted to see, you know, what how it all played out before I kind of came out and voiced an opinion. Because, you know, when it first happened, and you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in, uh, you know, the, the, the incident uh, where the police officer um, killed the person he was trying to arrest. Right? And, um... You know, and again, I didn't. I didn't want to be misquoted, so I said, "You know what? I'll do an episode." You know, I'm not. I'm not going to make fun of anything here. Uh, I'm just going to try talk it out and see see where we go. But anyway, so my it's a it's a very weird situation, right? And I, I and I and there's so much outrage, and I get the outrage, and there's a hundred percent reason for the out, outrage. But someone asked me. And you know why I knew it kind of like, I, I normally shut off from the world, right? I do, I shut it down. When I see shit happen, I go, all right. And I don't talk about it with anybody. I keep my opinions to myself because it usually just starts an argument because nobody looks at nobody looks at it from your point of view. Nobody anymore goes, yeah, that's a good point. I see why you're saying that. Like you could say a point and then you go, you fucking asshole. All right, that's just how I look at it. But I didn't really have an opinion. I didn't really talk about it until my daughter came out. My daughter, who's just 13, she saw what was going on and she came out with her opinion and she started talking about it. And bless her, her voice was cracking when she was talking about it. So obviously it meant something to her what was going on. And um, she's very, you know, my daughter's, you know, was definitely saying the cop is in the right. <laughs> of course she wasn't. Of course she wasn't. I'm in a dick now. Um, of course she wasn't. My My daughter was very hurt by what was going on, you know, to see that because... When I was 13, you never saw a, a, a murder on television. You never saw somebody, if that is the right word, by the way, so I'm sorry if I misusing that word. If that word upsets some people, maybe not murder in the first, right? And I'm trying to explain to my daughter, but she, she when I was 13, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping up now. When I was 13, you never saw anybody die because you didn't have the technology. Right? You never saw anybody. The first time I saw somebody die is when I moved to America for the first time. I'm talking about the media, by the way. Uh, I've been around one or two people in my life who have passed away uh, while I was in the room. But um, the first time I'd seen, just seen someone die is when I moved here. And my brother came over from Ireland to visit. And I was over here a wet day and he discovered it. And my brother still sends me sick shit. My brother Bud, me and my friend Tommy, who was my first guest ever on the show, still send each other. We send each other funny stuff. We send each other uh, dirty sexual stuff, and this and we sell. We send each other uh, just sick shit. More them than me. I'll send the funny stuff. They send the sick shit. But we we're in a we're in a group chat called Sick and Funny. But my brother, uh, my brother showed me this video. Of a beheading of of a of a marine, a U.S. marine getting beheaded in Afghanistan or or one of those um, uh, dusty countries. Um, well, that's not politically correct. You can't say that. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just you know what I'm you know well enough what I'm talking about. 
And I remember it for weeks, like weeks, it disturbed me. I couldn't shake the image of it. And now you can see that anywhere you go, right? You can just click onto your phone and there it is. And so my daughter at 13 years of age, she's dealing with a different world. She's dealing with this technology that is great. And it's also, it's the devil. It is the devil. And, um, you know, so she came out and she was talking about it. And her voice cracked while she was talking about it. And she's talking about, you know, uh, no justice and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and that's what's wrong with this, that, the other. And I'm not going to repeat what my daughter said because she's not here uh, to defend herself, but I remember just thinking to myself, "Wow, like it affected her so much." Uh, let me try talk it out. Let me try talk it out and try see. You know, I tried to explain to her that you know she goes, "He goes, he murdered, he murdered." And I go, "I get why everyone is saying that." I said to my daughter, "I go, but I don't know if it's going to be murder in the first degree." And she was like, "What do you mean?" Like ever, I said because I think, and I don't know anything, but I, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not. A comedian slash lawyer but from what i know right isn't murder like i'm gonna get up i'm gonna go off i see this guy i'm gonna go, my job is to my goal is to literally kill him uh i don't i don't think this this guy did this by the way before we go any further uh we're about nine minutes we're almost 10 minutes into the podcast and i do want to go on record and think he's a piece of shit by the way right so let's just get that out of the way so there's no way McThomas is defending this guy in any way. He's a piece of shit. And I hope he gets what he deserves. I know for a fact I just saw something popped up. And again, this is it's going to be Monday morning when you listen to this. So, um, you know, some of the things may have changed. More things may have come to light. But as of right now, as I'm recording this podcast, I just saw something like his wife now left him and divorced him. Uh, smart move, right? Smart move. I'm sure, I'm sure there's kids involved there too, which I feel bad for, that he obviously wants to protect. Right? No, no, she doesn't want to stand by his side. Maybe she was looking for an excuse to get out of the marriage and now she has one. Good for her. Good for her. But anyway, um, so I tried to explain to my daughter what I feel happened uh, in this situation and I, I tried to compare it to her in a way that um, maybe she would understand from my point of view. And I said, I think what I compared him to was a heckler at a comedy club. What the fuck? are you talking about hold on there's two types of hecklers at a comedy club right there's two types of hecklers there's a heckle by the way isn't someone that just goes after a comedian if that's what you think a heckler is you're wrong a heckler just doesn't go you suck get off the stage right that's what you think a heckler is but it's not a heckler is someone who interrupts the show sometimes they're not knowing they're interrupting the show right like you could have a woman talking to a friend when a comedian goes up and he says, you know, and that's why all women like to do this or whatever. And then she will turn to a friend out loud and go, we do do that. That's so true. We do do that. And then you start your next joke. Remember that time, Karen, when we went into the... And I'm trying to do my bit. And then you said to the guy that he had... Right? And you're like, all right, sorry, I love you. You kind of throw... Like, that's also a heckler. So that's a heckler unknowingly right now 95% of the time you will say to that woman uh, I'm sorry that I picked the woman by that it's men as well I'm just kind of use the woman in this example so you will say to that woman that female you go oi listen swear here sorry I'm sorry but you're, you're kind of interrupting my show right so here's here's where the one of the two hecklers will come in one heckler which is in the 95% realm she will go or he will go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, did, I didn't mean, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I was so loud. 
Then there's the other one, the 5% one. Um, the 5% heckler that gets embarrassed, but instead of owning up to it, that they're wrong, they double down and they extra heckle. Now they're coming at you. Now they're coming at you. And they, then they might go, well, you know what? If you were funnier, I wouldn't need to interrupt. Because you just called them out in a room full of people. Like you weren't out to embarrass them. Now it's that kind of heckler. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So my opinion, which I'm entitled to one, here's what I think happened. I think this guy pulled over this, this other, the cop pulled over the guy. He put him to the ground and whatever. He, he, maybe there was a struggle. We didn't see all the video, right? So maybe he started to kneel on him. Now, the second, there was a crowd around him. So he's kneeling on his neck, right? Which is just fucking, he's already, he's already, the guy's already secured. He's outnumbered four to one. There's no need for, for him to be held down. He needs to be put into the car immediately, right? Again, I'm not a cop. So now what I think happens is everybody around him takes their phone out. They're videotaping this guy. And, the, and the, of course, the gentleman on the ground is going, I can't breathe. Everything hurts. Um, please just, like, let me up. Put me in the car or whatever, whatever I'm doing. So now what's happened is instead of, and I'm not saying he's, I got to be slow about this because I definitely want to make up any excuses for him because he's a piece of shit and I'm not making an excuse for him. But I think he's this type of person that once everybody starts saying to him, get off him, get off him, he can't breathe. Like you hear one guy, come on, bro, he can't breathe, bro. Is this what you're going to do, bro? So I think this guy doubled down, right? I think this guy went, instead of going, instead of doing this, and again, it's my opinion, instead of the cop going, oh, fuck, shit, really? Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He sees cameras on him. So if he's seen doing that, oh, fuck, shit, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I was kneeling on your neck or whatever. Again, Piece of shit. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that. Now, if he's caught on camera doing that, that can be used against him in his head. That can be used against him. He can be sued for it. He can lose his job for it. He can be fucking internet famous for that. So I think... So that he's that type of... That heckler in the 95%, or maybe if, if any other cops had done that and they'd say he can't be... Like, oh, okay, let, well, let me let me up. But I think this guy went... Fuck you, I'll be damned if I'm going to let you guys tell me what to do. And I don't think he was kind of kneeling on this guy going, I want you to die. I think he was kneeling on this guy going, fuck all of you who think, like, I'll be damned if I'm going to stop doing just because you tell me to do it. And that's what I think he did. That's what I think he did. Um, Piece of shit move. Piece of shit move. And as a result of his piece of shit move, uh, someone has died. And Target is gone. I'm kidding about the target. Uh, now there are riots in pretty much every city across America right now. And the problem is too, like it's, everyone's out there um, attacking the police officer right now. It has, it's happened way too many times. People, and it has happened way too many times. Uh, the argument, of course, is there's no justice for black people. Um, they're being, they're being, you know what I mean? Like there has to be an outcry before justice happens. And I understand that. And there's like the, a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, that gentleman, and you'll have to forgive me. I, I don't have names and I, I don't want to say names in case I get them wrong. So I don't want to become across disrespectful. Uh, you know, you get one young guy who's out jogging and he gets shot down. He got hunted and shot down. There's so many people out there incidents where there are no phones that are catching these pe- catching these police officers. I'm going to say police officers. I'm not going to say white cops on black people. Um, 
I'm just going to say police officers, right? Because I, I have seen videos of the other way around too, um, which is fine. So it's, it is kind of a gray area, you know, and I just think the people's outrage is is warranted. Definitely you need you, there, there needs to be some sort of change in, in like do cops need to go through different type of training as in how rules of the road are or what manhandling is or, or I mean I said this months and months ago you can go back on these other podcasts that, that I have a thing I have, I have something against um, fat police officers here we go again it's not about fat people I'm just saying like how can you protect and serve which is your job which is in your title if you're obese if you're obese chances are you don't know how to defend yourself properly you don't know how to take the proper measure you don't go to, I'm not, I thought I'm, when you watch the movie see I grew up in Ireland of course right where the police force is something totally different I grew up in Ireland the only, my only my only understanding of what American police was was uh, chips remember that Chips. Um, with uh, Poncharelli and John, those two guys. That Citizens Highway Patrol. I don't know what the I was for. Anyway, I used to watch Chips and Police Academy. TJ Hooker. These are my references to America, right? So you grew up and you figured that they all went through some type of training. I really did. I thought like because of Police Academy, they were climbing the rope and you could look up a girl's shirt and see her boobs, right? That's what Police Academy was. Um, you know, and I, and I just figured that all cops, you know, need to go through some sort of training like that. And, and I think once the person is, is secured, then that's, that's it. It should be over. Now you do, I do see the other side of the argument. Not that I see it as and I agree with it. I think it's a, it's a weak argument. Just don't break the law, bro. Don't break the law. Because let me tell you something, first of all, about breaking the law. Um, Maybe there's cops out there that have that are abusing their power. Now, before we go any further in the podcast, I want it on record that Mick Thomas is, is I'm very pro-police officer. I'm very pro-police officer because we need them. We need the police force. Without them, there would be fucking total anarchy. Uh, we would not survive. Because over here, you know, you know uh, my problem that I'm having with the guys locking the, the gates up, the security guards are locking the gates so I can't go jogging. Um... But I've been caught climbing the fence by the police and they've said nothing to me. They said nothing because they, they realize they know what it is. Now I know this is not even comparing to what's going on in the world. I'm Now I'm just moving, shifting gears to talk about uh, a message to the people out there who do who, who hate the police force. I am pro. I have a lot of friends who are cops. Now, um, so when you have seen me jump on a fence and the cop goes, he's just going to work out. You're fine. You're fine. Right, that to me is like a cop who assessed the situation and said, "Like, all right, that's fine." He's just jogging there. It was the security guards. Now I know you might say, "Yeah, you're lucky because I'm a white guy. If I was a black guy, maybe that wouldn't happen." And you know what? Maybe that's the case, and maybe that's the reason for the outrage. Maybe that's the reason for the outrage. That if I'm going to jump a fence and a cop goes, "He's fine. He's just going to jog," and he's white, I don't, I don't think that's the case out here. Of course, where I'm jogging. Um, but I, I, I get it. I do. I get the rage. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe if somebody saw uh, a black guy jump in the fence, it would be a different call. I like to think it wouldn't be based on the police fo- that are around here by me. So like I said, I do know a lot of cops who are nice, who are just really nice, right? Um, not necessarily to me. I've seen them handle situations. I've seen them being called to comedy clubs, right? When stuff happened to comedy clubs and just watched how they handle the situation. Um, so I am pro police officer, but I do get the side of maybe there's people out there that should not be cops. Maybe there's an abuse of power out there. 
And there is, and I saw once, and I'll tell you a story, a quick story about it, which is, and again, McThomas, pro cop. First of all, a cop's job is hard, right? A cop's job is very hard. It's got to be one of the most stressful jobs out there. It really has to be. Um, But let me tell you the story. I don't want to go all over the place. I want to wrap up soon. Um, I'll tell you the story. So I'm at a comedy club one night, and uh, I'm not down, I'm not going to mention the comedy club. I'm not going to mention the state I was in. Not as in, oh, he was fucking hammer drunk. I don't mean the state. I mean in the state. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, L.A., California. L.A. is not a state. Um, so I'm not going to mention where I was, but I'm at a comedy club, and there was up front was a table of six people of three police officers and their wives. So the woman up front keeps interrupting, keeps interrupting, keeps interrupting, loud, obnoxious. So I just had to say to her, I kept looking at the security guard. The security guard was just fucking sitting on his phone, texting, wouldn't get up and help. I didn't want to make a situation. So I just quietly said, as I do, if anyone's ever seen me at a show before, when, when someone starts talking, I go, sorry, miss, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get through this and you're being very distracting. That's, what my, that's my line. If anyone can vouch for that you know that's what I do. I do do not want altercation with customers. It just ruins the whole vibe of the night. The show, it makes everyone uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. And sometimes the person doesn't realize they're doing it, so I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. So, I'm at the club, and I'm on stage, and I'm fucking murdering, obviously, because I'm... <laughs> so I'm doing a bit, and couldn't even tell you what it was, and she's keep talking. I go, Miss, sorry, do you mind, please? Um, you're, you're kind of being... You're being uh, you know, whatever. You're you're kind of distracting me. I can't. It's very hard for me to concentrate. Thank you very much. I start my bit. She goes, "You know what? I'm supposed to be here. You're not even from this country." So I go, <laughs> right? That fucking just enrages me when I hear that kind of ignorance. And I go, "All right, I'm just trying to do." And I was doing a bit about about kids, whatever. And so then I just fucking said, "All right, yeah, great. You made your point. Good, good. Now just shut the fuck up, please." She turned to her husband, Michael, are you going to put up with this? And he was like, shrugging his shoulders, wah, 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 wah. I probably gave away which state I was in when I did that. Um, so then, then she goes, uh, I'm here to raise money to help my kids. And I go, okay, I got kids too. She goes, yeah, well, I'm bringing my kids up the American way. I go, that's fine. I'm bringing my kids up not to be cunts. That's exactly what I said. So she went, Michael, back to her husband again. I get off stage, I finish the set, uh, he follows me into the green room, the cops, the three males follow me into the green room with the one woman, with the wife, and uh, she walks in, I go, look at, for the cops, and I go, look at, let me just say something, I said, everything got out of hand, I said, look, I don't want any trouble, I said, if you got offended, I said, I apologize, but you were kind of interrupting the show and, you know, I tried to save it. I tried to be funny and it just went went down a different road I shouldn't have to. I said, so hope you can just forget about it and get on with the night. And the guy said, are you done? Meaning, am I done? Apologizing. I go, yeah, I'm done. He goes, all right. He goes, you don't understand who I am. I'm a fucking well-known cop around here and I could go outside and have a, a circle of cops stand around you and I could beat the shit out of you and nobody would do a damn thing about it. That, and I went like, okay, good. Well, what's your uh, what's your badge number then? And he goes, don't you fucking worry about what my badge number is. And he walked out. I mean, that's a guy, right? That's a guy that shouldn't uh, be a police officer. That's a guy who's abusing his power. That these are the type of guys that the people are protesting for to get rid of. These are the type of guys that probably were douches in high school. 
And then when they got all of a sudden, they they, they never got any respect. They never because maybe he fucking had a dumb haircut for his whole life, and people, yeah, nice haircut, John. Nice haircut, John. nice shoes, John. And he said, "Fuck, I'm gonna get respect from these guys, no matter what. I'll get a fucking badge." And he just spent his his li- his adult life going around just demanding respect off people. And I think that's what happened with this asshole. And I think there's a lot of guys out there do that. I understand the job of a police officer is really fucking difficult. It really is. When I get pulled over and it happens a lot driving home from shows, I may have been going fucking five miles over the limit. Depends on where it is. Um, I may have had a taillight out once in a while. It happens. I'm on the road so much that the probability of me getting pulled over is very high. So I'll pull over to the side. I'll put my hands out the window. So when the cop walks up, he sees my hands are out the window. Soon as you walk up, my windows are obviously down. I don't have tinted windows. Can you imagine how stressful it is for a cop as I'm saying to my daughter? You walk up as a fucking tinted window. You don't know what's in there. You don't know what's in there. The stress that every cop walks up with his hand on the gun. You don't know the stress levels that these cop face every single day. You don't, you don't know that. So I tried to be as cooperative as possible. My hands are out the window. He walks up. I still see his hand on the gun. His partner's at the other window. My hands are out the window. And he goes, and I said to him, how are you doing, officer? How are you? He's like, good. And I go, can I help you? I said, what, what, what are you pulling me over for? And, I've, and, I, and, I, and then he'll tell me what I did. Have you been drinking? And I go, no, sir. I'm just coming home from blah, 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 blah. And I give him a full description of where I am, where I'm from, and where I'm going. I'm not vague with my answers. And then if it's going any further, he'll go, okay, I need your license. and Because right. sometimes they'll go like, all right, you're coming back from a comedy club. I, I get it, right? Whatever. That, that you know, he, he's believed my story. And then he'll go, uh, if he, sometimes if he doesn't, if he wants to push the issue, which is fine, which is he's right, he pulled me over. He's doing his job. He said, uh, license and registration, please. And I'll go, I, it's in here. I'm just going to slowly reach for it. I just want to put the cops at ease. I don't want to fucking give. Because again, these guys are stressed out, man. And it's a stressful fucking job. And I don't want to give them any reason any reason to pull a gun or even worse to pull a trigger it's fucking it's it's not an easy job out there do we need justice we i don't know what we need man i don't know what we need i really don't like this guy was arrested good i hope these other the other three were arrested too good you know what's right and wrong and that's the problem there are cops out there who abuse the power but there's a lot of them that are so good a lot of them do so good do so much for their community, so much for their for their their town. Like they're just they're just genuinely good people. I know them. I've seen them. Doesn't matter what color they are, by the way. It's not like I'm just a white guy living on Long Island, New York, who only knows white cops. I know cops from all over, from every in every state. I think the problem is a PBA card, by the way. I don't know if you noticed. If you're listening in another state or another, uh, another country, by the way, that's not America, check this shit out. If you know a cop well enough, they can give you a PBA card, right? So if you break the law depending on the crime, like if I'm driving home with a fucking taillight and a cop decides to give me a ticket, or if I was speeding, or if I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, or if I was on my cell phone, and a cop goes, right, that's it, here's a ticket, and I go, hang on a second, I know Jeff, he gave me this card. That a printer will print out and you can show him this card and he goes, okay, you're fine, I'll let you go. Because you know Jeff. So by knowing a cop, showing him in a special card, it's almost like you're in a special gang to get, like, get rid of PBA cards. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of Long Island people, New York people, like, you shut the fuck up about the PBA cards. Some people wave them and they're like, I have a PBA card. I know Jeff. 
How the fuck is that a thing? You break the law, you break the law. You shouldn't get off because you fucking have a special card from your fucking friend's cousin Joey. Bullshit. You break the law, you fucking break the law. The cop should let you off with a ticket if you're fucking like, if he's like, ah, you know what, man, you are. You're having it. Like, I'm having a shit night tonight, officer. What happened? You know what? It's not that bad. Can you just do this for me? That happens a lot. Or if you're a girl, you just fucking squeeze your tits together. I've seen that happen too. I wish I had tits. I get away with fucking everything. So I don't know what the situation... By the way, cops. You know where the name cops came from? Because there used to be, you know, back in the 1700s in New York, there was two types of uh, police forces. You had Mayor Tammany had his own police force. So you had the Metropolitan Police and you had the Municipal Police. And the ones that Tammany said were the real police uh, wore copper badges copper badges they were called here come the coppers coppers got shortened to cops so that's where that came from by the way just a just a wee lesson there for you listening to the cheaper than therapy show um but again i i it's sad it's sad uh if you want to protest uh go ahead protest but i don't see I don't see the sense. You do. Maybe some do. Maybe some see the sense, the outrage of burning it down. There are arguments on both sides. I, I, I personally don't think burning shit down is going to help uh, the community. I don't know. I don't know the answer to it, by the way. So I'm not sitting here picking sides. I do believe the cop, that cop who did that was a piece of shit. And I hope justice is served for him. And I hope many lessons to learn going forward. Uh, I hope by the time you read this or hear this podcast that it's been all it's all settled down and there was no more fur, there was no further riots as of right now I checked on my phone before this and I already see people on Facebook Live uh, already starting a, mar- a march in New York City kind of you know and you could tell by some people in the video who are dressed certain ways that it's a, it's going to kick off um, but I hope you're safe out there guys listen cheers for listening sorry this one was a little bit heavier uh, you know but I hope you're safe out there. And, you know, it's not like we're not dealing with enough out there, you know what I mean? So, again, guys, I hope this cleared up my thoughts on it. Not that you give a shit what they were, but these were my opinion on it. Um, if you want to debate me, I, I'm not going to debate you. I just told you my points. Um, if you want to send me a private message, I'll write back to you if it's worth writing back to you. Normally, I will respond to all correspondence, as you know. But if you have any comments, concerns, send them to me, Instagram, Mick Thomas Comedy. Uh, thanks so much for listening guys thanks for liking sharing subscribing and i hope you're well take care of yourselves please be safe and as always we're still in the middle of covid19 pandemic so wash yourselves you dirty fuckers good luck to you good luck to you